Blog Talk Radio. up everybody welcome to a special friday night edition of sports urban legend um i'm of course your host william ramo and on the other line is of course mac mccauley matthew what's up mac how you doing hey what's up how's it going not much man thanks for coming on the show thanks for having me as usual all right and thank you ladies and gentlemen for checking out this show on today's show, we're going to be talking about the 50th anniversary of the first Nick team to win the championship all the way back in 1970. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to tip off with that. Then then we'll, you know, we'll talk about the NBA a little bit with this, uh, especially going back with the, the, um, the last dance. Um, documentary that's really killing it, man. With the with the with the content, but uh, also we're gonna, you know, talk about WWE and uh, preview the Money in the Bank ladder match pay-per-view event that's gonna go down this Saturday, rather this Sunday. How much do we think about WrestleMania 36? <laughs> I mean, this Sunday as usual. Um, but most importantly. Guys, you know the and and ladies, of course. Um, uh, the number is five six three nine 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 three five two nine. That's five six three nine 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 three five two nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more, or and more, I should say. You know, love to hear from you. So okay, let's just let's just go right into um the main event here. And, um, of course, I'm talking about the Knicks winning their first championship on this date, May 8th, 1970. After the, the Knicks overcame, you know, uh, a, a, a nearly tragic injury to all or rather, um, Willis Reed, in game five that they overcame. Um, and, of, of course, they lost game six afterwards, but they uh, they came back in colossal fashion and um, defeated the Lakers, you know, to capture their first ever championship in NBA history. So I want for all, you know, me, you, and all the fellow Knicks fans out there, past, present, and future, you know, this is for us, man. And shout out to the, to the, you know, the people who wore the orange and blue with respect. And those guys, you know, the the seventy Knicks team, man. They, unfortunately, they're the only men to take the Knicks to the promised land. You know, like I said on. You know my my YouTube episode uh, earlier today, 
you know, feel free to check out on Sports of the Legend TV. You know, shameless plug there. Hmm. You know, I you know I basically talked about the the you know the history of the Knicks in general. But you know, along you know, along with this, uh, you know, this uh, '70s Knicks team. You know, the gold standard of Knicks basketball. And tonight was tonight. Well, I should say, 50 years ago today, the Knicks' dream of them finally having a title came to fruition when they were sparked by Willis Reed hobbling onto the court, knocking down those two shots. And then that ignited the whole team, especially um, while Clyde Frazier had a, a, a huge game, scored 36 points, 19 assists, you know, and that they catapulted them to the victory against, you know, the, that iconic Lakers team that had Wiltish, Stilt Chamberlain, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, and, you know, the list goes on with that. So props to the Knicks bring the championship 50 years ago today. But I want to hear your thoughts, Mac, on this special occasion. Yeah, um, you know, um, yeah, you know, 50th anniversary of the Knicks winning the championship uh, 50 years ago today. Um, probably that's probably the the best uh, Knicks win ever in their history. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had that uh, infamous um, Willis Reed game. I think it was uh, game six, was no, it? Game five. Oh, game five. Yeah, where he uh, came out the locker room. A lot of people thought he wasn't going to play the game. No, actually, because yes, of game the, seven. Like, injury. Was it game seven? Okay, there yeah. you go. Yeah, game five, wow. he injured himself. Game six, he couldn't play, he couldn't play at all. Right. Game seven game was seven. an epic walk onto the court 50 yeah. years ago today. Yeah, and maybe the first uh, couple buckets of the game. I don't think he scored that much in that game, but no, him didn't. just being in on the court and, you know, uh, coming out of the locker room, that pretty much motivated the team to go out and win, win that game. And they mm-hmm. did it against the mighty Lakers who had Jerry West and Will Chamberlain and Elgin Baylor at the time. You know, that was a great Knicks team. You know, they moved the ball, played great team basketball, you know, coached by Hall of Famer Red Holtzman. Um yeah, man, it was that, that was a great Knicks team, you know, and they actually p- played the game on. Um, I think they had the game on NBA TV. Um, I didn't watch it, but you know, I, I already have you know um, highlights on um, Knicks DVDs, so mm-hmm. I know how the outcome. We all know how the outcome, you know, uh, right? How it, it ends, but yeah, man, it's. It's sad that we have to celebrate, yeah. you know, a Knicks championship from like 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Not today, so. Yep. It's gonna get e- it's gonna get even more bittersweet three years from now when, uh, you know, God willing, we'll be celebrating the 50th anniversary of the last Knicks team yeah. in '73. I mean, uh, it's it's bittersweet, man. I'm glad we got the t- the two titles, but we should have got more. We should at least got one in the '90s, man. It's it's really oh, sad, yeah. man. It's really sad, you know. Last time we got a championship, man, Sanford and Son was on TV. Like, I know, <laughs> it's a long time ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, that, that's just it's sad, man. You know, what can you say about the Knicks, you know, the 90s Knicks, which 
was very, uh, you know, switching gears to the last dance. Um, you know, it was well documented how greedy the Nick the Knicks team of the '90s were, man. But unfortunately, they just couldn't get that championship. You know, but you know, in the hearts of New Yorkers, you know, they're they're champions. You know, okay. you know, unfortunately, they they couldn't get it done, man. You know, they had the Bulls in their way. And the only time they could they could advance to the championship. I I mean I know I know you know man you know, but uh yeah, the Jordan man. The only time we could get past the Bulls was when he was going to play when he went to play baseball. Yeah, you know that was the only time. And then well, unfortunately we lost to Elijah one in nine in uh ninety four. Uh, I still remember that that day, man. Seeing the rafters coming down, the confetti. See um. Riley walking off the court, man. It's it's crazy, man. Uh, you know. Yeah. And then '99. Yeah, oh, what are you gonna say? I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say yeah. I mean, those '90s Knicks teams, man, were gritty, gutsy. Mhm. You know, um, I mean, they didn't have a lot of talent, but you know, they played hard and tough, and they exemplified the, uh, you know, the attitude of New York. Mhm. And, you know, I I think the '93 team you know, had a great shot of winning a championship. If they had kept Xavier McDaniel from the year before, because Xavier McDaniel, he brought a lot of energy to that 92 Knicks team that pushed the Bulls to seven games in the Eastern Conference Conference semifinals. I mean, this dude scared the life out of Scottie Pippen, making Scottie Pippen's life a a nightmare. Mm -hmm. And then the Knicks decided, I I don't know if the Knicks or if it was Xavier McDaniel's free agent, but they decided not to bring him back. Um, the next year, and then they end up getting um, Charles Smith, and as you can oh, see uh, from Game Five, oh boy, Don't him being blocked me. so many times by the Bulls. I think he's still getting blocked right now. I know, man. <laughs> so, disrespect to Charles Smith. I mean, he tried, but you know. It's, but then that ninety Knicks team, they were great, man. They had a great shot of winning championship. I mean, they went. I think they they had like a twenty game winning streak at home that year, and they finished like thirty seven and four. At Madison Square Garden, you know they had they had the most wins in the Eastern Conference. I think they won like 61 games, and yet you know they won the first two games against the Bulls in the Eastern Conference Finals, mm-hmm. but then ended up losing four straight. Oh so, man! Yeah, man, they were like, man, that's crazy, man. It was like yeah. the um, who was it? The um, I'm trying to think which team that was. The I'm trying to remember. It was either the '90s the the ninety the ninety six brave or the the two thousand no not the two thousand I mean the ninety six brave or the the ninety nine braves who who was up two zero and then they lost all four to you guys after that oh ninety six yeah it was ninety six yeah that's how yeah. it was yeah but I mean <laughs> I lost my train of thought um but yeah man and then of course the ninety the ninety nine um. After Jordan retired the second time, you know, they got to the the finals uh, against Spurs, but you know, Ewing got hurt. Yep. You know, Marcus Camby had to carry the you know carry the team on his back, but unfortunately, you know, Marcus Camby was injury prone, and that's how I found out about the word plantar fasciitis. I, I didn't even know this word existed <laughs> until this guy until this guy kept getting hurt, but. You know that is just a sad story, man. What what could have been, man? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just have to hope for the future for the Knicks. Hope you know mm-hmm. can build a young core to try to you know win some games. Yeah, I mean they gotta they gotta do it through the draft, man, because nobody want to come here. You know, they can they can they can try to lure all the players they want. They could try to lure the Greek freak. They could they could try to lure his brother. I mean, whoever, man, the mailman. Mm-hmm. And I ain't talking about Carl Malone. But no one's coming to the garden, man. Until until someone until a, a player is brave enough to try to take the city, you know, on his on his shoulder and then get another star player to come and, and you know, build around that team, you know, with with uh Barrett, hopefully, you know, developing uh, you know, um Mitchell Robinson, uh, Kevin Knox, if he's still on the team, you know they could if they if, you know if they if they just get that one, two superstars, you know to to lead the way, and you got these young guys, you know they could you know they could bring respect back to the to the garden, man. Because people the only time people go to the garden now is if they're corporate people who have season tickets or have a ticket to the game or they're going to see you know, a star player, you know what I mean? And chant yeah. MVP, like back in the days, you know, when the late great Kobe Bryant was just scoring on us, which, you know, I'll talk a little bit about Kobe Bryant uh, very soon. But, um, yeah, it's sad, sad day, you know, sad, sad time to be a Knicks fan. I mean, it's good we have this these two championships, but, you know, we should have got at least one in the 90s. Yeah, definitely. But what can we say? We got bullied by Jordan and the Bulls, so it is what it is. But speaking of the last dance, um, think, oh, yeah, they also documented uh, Jordan's relationship with Kobe. And you could see, you know, if, if you if you listen to Kobe, the way how he talks, the way how he plays the game, you can clearly see that he's, you know, um, he he patterned himself after Jordan, and he's one of the few people who could, in my opinion, he's the only person in the modern era that that even came close to to Jordan, and you know it's refreshing to see that, you know, behind the scenes, him and him and um. And Jordan had a, um, you know, a very cool relationship. You know, a brother, you know, a big brother, little brother dynamic, and they both had that passion to to want to be the best. You know, and you know, you know, Kobe always gave credit to 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 Jordan, paving the way for him. You know, making him the player that he he became. You know, so that yeah. was a, a, you know, the. The last dance, you know, they they really brought it. Yeah, it's been it's been great so far, and I like the last last weekend that they you know of young Kobe making his first All Star game appearance at Madison Square Garden. I remember watching that All Star game too back in the day, and I can't you know I remember the next day uh, in high school, and everyone was talking about how you know Kobe, you know. Kobe put on the show on that in an All Star game, and they wanted him to win an MVP. So 
But, you know, Michael Jordan ended up winning MVP of that All-Star game. Sure. But, mm-hmm. but it was, you know, but it was great. It, you know, it was great to see him uh, make a cameo and him talking about, you know, how Michael Jordan helped him out in his career and how if, you know, if, if there wasn't Jordan, there wouldn't be any Kobe. Mhm. He's a hundred percent right. Like I said, man. Like he, like the way how he talks, he literally sounds like Michael Jordan. If you close your eyes and listen to him talk, maybe Jordan's voice is slightly deeper, but their voices are like very similar. And then mm-hmm. of course, you know, they got that passion to practice, like nonstop. And then they just, you know, they weren't complacent. I mean that. That that show that was you know evident with Jordan you know the 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 Pistons man the bad boys man they had Jordan rules in order for him to get over that hump you know in order for Jordan to reign he had to get over the Jordan rules you know right. yeah and he he you know after he get knocked out you know three years three consecutive years from like what eighty eight to ninety he he you know he sparked himself and the team to to bulk up so they could be mentally prepared and physically prepared for the upcoming battle of Titans between the Pistons and the Bulls. And because of that, because they were mentally and physically prepared, they were able to overcome them in shocking fashion, you know, with the sweep, which, Mm -hmm. you know, led them to their first championship against the aforementioned Lakers. Man, I hope they, I hope the Lakers fans are not are not shut off this this program because we're talking about the Lakers losing, you know, a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But don't don't worry about Lakers fans. You guys have so many championships, and then I think yeah. this season resumes, you guys are gonna be most likely facing the Bucks anyway. So yeah, I'm sure you Lakers fans will be fine. But anyway, um, yeah, the you know the the. the they finally, like the you know the Jordan and the Bulls, man. They they bulked up, overcame you know that hurdle, and uh, you know got that title. And then the rest is history. And now we're the one. The Knicks and every, all the other teams in the league had to suffer because of that 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 butt whooping. You know the 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 Pistons, man. Those Pistons teams were were tough, man. Dare, dare I say a little uh, dirty? You know, they they like they were really like the Knicks teams. They they were gritty. The Pistons teams, are, of course, were very gritty too. But it was like the the Pistons, man. If they hurt you, oh well. It, it was like they had like a Ivan Drago mentality. If he dies, he dies. The, you know, the Pistons. Like, the Pistons had a lot of talent, though. They, you know, they oh had, yeah, they uh, they had Joe Dumars, mm-hmm. Lambeer, mm-hmm. Rodman, Rodman, John yep. Sally, you know, Vinnie Johnson. They had a lot of talent on that team, you know. Yeah. So they they were a good, they were good at defensively, but they were just oh, as good offensively as well, absolutely. you know. Um, but they they did play dirty. I'd say the Knicks had a similar style, but the Knicks weren't as good offensively. Yeah. But I'd say the Knicks were bigger. You know, they had bigger guys. You know, you look at, like, the 90s Knicks, you had, like, Anthony Mason and Oakley. Those guys Oakley. were, like, you know, big dudes. And you didn't you even know? mention Ewing, the big yeah, fella. Yeah, Ewing, yeah. You know, those guys were big dudes. So they had mm-hmm. a – they were big and tough mm-hmm. and physical, but, you know, yeah. not as dirty as the Pistons were. Yeah, that's that's the only two difference. The, the, the they They both played tough defense, 
The Pistons would do it by any means necessary. The Knicks, they 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 were they were tough, they were gritty, but they stayed within the lines. And yeah, unfortunately, that that probably cost them. But then again, they were facing Jordan, so and the they were facing Jordan, the Bulls, and the refs who right. made the cause, you know, the 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 Bulls' way. So yeah, it is what it is, man. Great rival, great rivalry, and uh, great great documentary. Man, yeah, I was sure. I was I was ESPN almost paying me for for this plug, but you know, <laughs> but, but you guys, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys have been checking that out. So you guys don't need me to tell you that. But it was a, it, it's so far so good. I mean, I like what I've been seeing so far. Yeah, definitely. But um, shifting gears. Uh, let me see. What was I gonna talk about? Can't remember. Well, I guess we'll, we'll we'll talk we'll talk money in the bank before you know I switch uh, to something else. But um, the money in the bank, man, are you are you excited about this? Yeah, I'm looking uh, forward to it. I mean, not much to watch right now. So I mean, well, I mean, on Sunday nights, of course, you have 90 Day and you have mm-hmm. um, the Last Dance. Right. But I'll definitely check out some of the Money in Bank. I mean, having it on a rooftop, you know, for the first time ever, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be aesthetically appealing to watch. Yeah. That's crazy. They they really hope that the 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 ceiling is you know is is sturdy. Mm-hmm. With all these people falling off the off the thing, the 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 roofs weren't built for people wrestling and and fighting. You know what I mean? Like tumbling onto it. Yeah, I don't I don't know how <laughs> they pull that off, but that's it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Well, I guess the good thing is about that match, they're not gonna have Brock Lesnar, Mark Henry, and the Big Show, you know, doing any moves off the top rope. So that has been that has been crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'd have to call the ambulance after that one. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm very, you know, I really want to see how that's gonna play out because they're gonna go through the locker room, through the offices, mm-hmm. all the way up to the roof. So I'm, it's gonna be interesting to to see. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, I love matches like that. You know, no disqualification type of matches like that. So yeah, yeah, like old school hardcore days. So, so it should be uh, it should be a good match. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, the right person will win it, and not Baron Corbin. But you know, I, I'll get to that pick with my pick um, very very soon. Let's dive right into um, the matches that they have so far. Um, let me see. They got the for the um. There's gonna be a four-way tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship, and um, it's gonna be the New Day, of course, Biggie and Kofi. Um, they're going to be uh defending the title. Uh, as you all know, Xavier Woods is still hurt, so he's not gonna be participating. Uh, they're going to be battling Miz and Morrison, uh, the Forgotten Sons, in their first uh, pay-per-view match 
and, uh, you know, the Forgotten Sons is Steve Cutler, Jackson Riker, and uh, Wesley Blake. So two of those three guys are going to be battling for the, um, you know, to represent the Forgotten Sons. And then you got the Lucha House Party with Grand Metallic and uh, uh, Lindsay Dorado. You know, I guess they're trying to make that group um, serious now. Mm-hmm. And they lose all, they let all their tag teams go. They let the revival go. They let um, um, you know the the good brothers, Luke and Gall- Gallows, go. Um, I'm trying to think. Zach Ryder and and Kurt Hawkins. So they, I guess they're gonna now. I guess now they're gonna make Lucha House Party a, a serious tag team now. But um, still probably gonna lose. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking it's gonna be either I'm I'm battling in my mind. Which one do I see? You know, it might be Forgotten Son. I think I think Forgotten Son is gonna win. I I mean I could see New Day's retaining, but I think Forgotten Son is on a roll. I think they're gonna win that win the that tag team titles in their first pay per view debut match. I think New Day's gonna retain the titles. I hope you're right. Let's see. Um, we also have Bailey versus Tamina for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm going to say Tamina. You know, Bailey's had the title, I don't know how long she's had it, for months. And her heel turn isn't really doing anything. I mean, Bailey's trying. She's trying to step up her game, but. She's been she's been a babyface for so long. It's just hard for her to be believable as a as a heel. She just looks like she's role playing as a as uh, she's cosplaying as a as a a villain, you know. So it'd be interesting to you know to see Tamina finally win her her uh, you know a singles title. I'm a root for Tamina, even most likely Bailey will retain most likely, but I'm gonna root for uh, Tamina. Yeah, I I think Bailey's gonna return um gonna retain the title. Um yeah, I don't see Tamina winning that match. Yeah, you you're most likely right. They're they're probably gonna wait for Sasha Banks to take the title off her probably. But I guess I'm gonna not use common sense. Or or should I say I should I'm not gonna use common sense, I'm gonna use WWE logic and uh I I guess they're gonna put the, they're gonna let Bailey keep the title, but I'm gonna pick Tamina to win, even though I'm going against the logic in my head. Uh, let's see what other matches do do they got? Uh, Drew McIntyre versus uh, Seth Rollins for the you know the WWE title. Uh, Drew McIntyre is gonna retain it hands down. Yeah, I'm going with Drew McIntyre to win that one also. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. They're not going to take the title off him so easily. And, and nah. they shouldn't. They shouldn't because, I mean, you know, they, they've they been hyping him up as the chosen one since day one. You know, this is opportunity. His first night at WrestleMania, he defeated Brock Lesnar in four minutes and then had a surprise match against Big Show. That we didn't find out until Monday Night Raw. 
So yeah, there's no way he's gonna lose to Seth Rollins this this easily. Yeah, nah, I don't see it. So and uh the other title match, Braun Strowman um is gonna defend his universal title against Bray Wyatt. Not the fiend Bray Wyatt, the Mr. Rogers version of Bray Wyatt. And uh that's gonna be a big L for uh the former eater of worlds, Bray Wyatt. Braun Strowman will retain the title. And then this will most likely cause the fiend to to take Zach revenge um on Braun Strowman in the future. Yeah, this one's a tough one. Um man. This this one's tough. I, I want to go with Bray Wyatt. Then again, I could see them having a rematch at the you know at the next pay per view, or maybe even SummerSlam. SummerSlam would be the best time for them to have the, the rematch because yeah. they cannot think... they can't have Bray Wyatt taking these L's like that yeah. after he just beat John Cena. You know they they're trying to reestablish this guy as a monster heel. Yeah, you but then again, this is not the fiend Ray Wyatt that he, that we're gonna see. So I know that's what I'm saying. He's gonna that's what I'm saying. He's gonna take the L here, but then they're gonna wait a little, uh, no later, no or should I say no earlier, hopefully than SummerSlam. Yeah. To make him face the the face the fiend, because if they make him face Bray Wyatt and then the fiend like back to back pay per view events. You know, before SummerSlam, it, it, it's going to water down this feud. This feud could be money. If done right, this feud, this feud has potential, you know. They have the history, you know. WWE just got to be smart about this. Yeah. I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with uh, Braun Strowman to win. To be honest with you, I wouldn't even have, have him face Bray Wyatt right now. I mean, this is a dream matchup, but I wouldn't have put it on right now, right after WrestleMania. With Braun Strowman winning his first title, it's it's unless if Braun Strowman, you know Braun Strowman, you know has heat backstage. There's no way he's gonna lose the title to to Bray Wyatt this early. Yeah. You know, so to me, I would have put Bray Wyatt to face him at SummerSlam at the earliest. But you know, I'm not a WWE writer, so they thought this was a brilliant idea. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Braun Strowman on this one. Yep. No doubt about that. And um, let's see. Then you got um, you got the uh, the women's uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. You got Oscar, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans, and Carmella. Whoever wins this will be the number one contender for the women's, either um, Becky's Raw women's title or um, Bailey's women's title, depending on, uh, of course, you know, who, um, you know, who, who um, well, I should say really Bailey, um, if Bailey is able to retain against Tamina, which most likely is going to happen, even though I'm not picking her too. But that's besides the point. But um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Shayna Baszler is gonna win it. Yeah, me too. That's what I think is gonna win it because I think eventually she's gonna win one of these titles. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I see her winning it as well. 
And it makes perfect sense because Shayna Baszler is supposed to be, you know, this, you know, tough fighter. You know, she, you know, she's MMA. You know, she's a she's a a legit um, competitor. You know, in the ring. You know, so with her with her having that that um, gimmick that she has, I mean, that's really who she is. But you know, her biting Becky Lynch a, a few. Um, few weeks, months ago, you know, that that's, um, that it's going to be even scarier with her, mm-hmm. you know, being the number one contender when she could literally strike any time, any place and cash in the money in the bank. Yeah. You know, Asuka, you know, she's, she's been there, you know, she's been there, done that. Nia Jax, I mean, that's a, that's another possible winner. You know, I mean, obviously she doesn't need the money in the bank to dominate and get another opportunity, but that's a possibility. Dana Brooke, uh, I don't think that's going to happen with her. Uh, or Lacey Evans or, or Carmella. So, yeah, that that's – Shayna Baszler is my pick. Yeah, me too. And um, And then last but not least, you got uh, Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio versus Aleister Black versus King Corbin versus Otis, who I heard that they're making him exclusively a, a singles wrestler. They broke up the tag team with Tucker in him. And uh, AJ Styles, who made his phenomenal return, you know, on Monday Night Raw in that um, gauntlet match and uh, defeated uh, Carrillo to win the the gauntlet match, which was for nothing, I don't think. Or was it just for the quote-unquote momentum? Because WWE loves to hype up, oh, this guy has to win this match on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown so they could give him momentum for -hmm. for the pay-per-view event, which most of the time doesn't really amount to anything. But (laughs) I digress. But... Um. Yeah. Here are the, the here are the two people I could see winning. I could see Alistair Black winning, or I could see King Corbin winning out of spite, having some people help him. You know what? I I, I gotta pick Alistair Black. If Alistair Black wasn't in this, I would say King Corbin would would uh would just easily find some way to um. Maybe I don't know. Hire Great Kylie and Big Show to come out of retirement and attack the rest of the people and somehow climb this this ladder. Because you know WWE love to stick it to the WWE fans and shoving Corbin down people's throats. So I I, I could easily see him winning this um this um you know this match, but you know with of course with a lot of um in, interference. Alistair Black, man, he's he's been on a tear ever since he, you know, ever since NXT to now, and it's it's on a whole nother level. So, Alistair Black will win uh, the the men's Money in the Bank, and you know, when you think about, it, he's a he's like the male version of Sheena Baszler. They're both guys. They're both people who can who can fight. You know, they're both in, physically in, intimidating, and then as a the champion, you're gonna be looking over your shoulder as if you're the 24-7 champion. What's, yeah, your, what's I, your pick? 
I'm going with Alistair Black as well. I think he's gonna he's gonna win it. I mean, he's been on a winning streak. Uh, he he hasn't lost yet, right? Well, supposedly he lost twice, but I don't. I, I only remember he lost to AJ Styles. I think you know the the um you know Giles Anderson helped them beat him once. Oh. But supposedly he lost twice. I don't even know the I don't even know the other time he lost. Maybe he lost in the Firefly Funhouse match where he didn't have to fight. Like wow. Cena. I don't but know. But all seriousness, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, and, and AJ Styles is there. I mean, AJ Styles, theoretically, you know, he could win this match, but I just don't see storyline-wise they're going to they're gonna make him win this, win this, um, this, paper, this uh, you know, this, this match. And yeah. I'm sure AJ Styles will have some opportunities in the future. But, yeah, Alistair Black, he's been... He's had the rocket ship on him, you know, the jetpack tied, tied, you know, behind his back, and they, they've been pushing him to the moon. So he, I don't see him losing on Sunday. Yeah, I, I don't see Alistair Black. Uh, I see him walking away with that money in the bank. So I think he's going to win. Hands down, no doubt about that, for sure. Well, I guess that's it. I I can't really think of anything else I was gonna talk about, you know, um, especially with the um, with basically basically the the, you know, this virus knocked out everything. You know, baseball they they're trying to come back. The baseball's trying to start their season, maybe uh, late you know later this month or early next. Next month, that they're you know, that's the rumor. You know, NBA they're trying to get the, you know, re, you know, continue their season, which to me I think they should just start it right at the the playoffs and and just find out who's the champion by just going straight to the playoffs based on the records who who advance. Yeah, I agree. And um, yeah, oh. Uh, the the Jets, you know, they did sign Frank Gore, so yeah, that was a that was a good move, you know, a future Hall of Fame player. You know, I think this is what his sixteen year in the league. You know, he's he's gonna gonna provide that 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 uh powerful punch with 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 uh with Bell. So yeah, that's know, we'll see good, what happens. That's a good pickup, you know. You got a veteran running back, been in the league for a while now. And he'll definitely help the team. Um, who's who's your starting running back right now? Can't remember. Um, who's gonna, who's gonna start, who's gonna be the running the the starter on your team? Let me see. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I know you guys signed someone else. Um, during the off season. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, you guys still have Le- Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean him coming off the bench behind Le'Veon, Be- Le'Veon Bell. I mean that that's that's gonna be good. And you guys have Kenneth Dixon as well. So yeah, you got some guys. Um, but yeah, Frank Frank Gore is definitely a good pickup. I mean this guy, you know, he'll probably be a third string. Uh, he'll he'll probably come um, off the bench for you know for third down. Um, but yeah, it, that's that's a good pickup. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, those two guys, you know, very talented guys, you know, they're, they're going to do some damage. 
and then they won't have to worry about uh, Brady and the and the the Pats. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you know Belichick will have something up his sleeves. You know, but at least Brady is out of the way. And, and where did Dalton sign? Uh, I, I remember he he left. He left the Bengals. I forgot where he signed with. Um, wasn't it the? Let me see. Was it? Was it the? I think it was the Cowboys. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think he did sign with the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But yeah, um, we'll see what happens. And now this is with Brady out of the out of the AFC. You know, hopefully. Um, Donald could uh you know capitalize and take this take this team deep into the playoffs. But we'll see what happens. Uh any last things you'd like to say? Um uh, stay safe. You know, wear your mask, practice social distancing, and yeah, enjoy the last dance again this weekend. I think uh Next week, after this week, is gonna be the final, uh, the final episodes. So if you guys haven't checked out, check that out yet. You know, watch it online. Great, great documentary series. Yep, I second that. You know, but um, yeah, you're the guy. You know, um, come back here next week. Check out the next episode of Sports Urban Legend. Uh, check out my new YouTube uh, channel episodes um, I, that I, um, you know, put out today. Feel free to check it out, like it, comment on it, share it, click the notification, you know, all that good stuff. And uh, I, I want to thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to this Friday edition of Sports Urban Legend. And um, I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.